Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that won't crash into Earth in a fiery blaze of doom and destruction. It's more like a firecracker in your open hand. Okay. No? No, okay. I get it. Yeah. Uh, since we are human and we just can't look away from oncoming disasters, and plus, there were a lot of big blockbuster movies, we decided to take some of our favorite disaster movies to recast for this month. And to clarify, these are natural disasters, not just terrible, terrible movies. Actually, they're not terrible, terrible movies. They're we, pretty. We, we, we've done that, month. We've, we've done that. With us on this rig is the man getting to the core of the problem, Asa. Oh, we should have done the core. Oh. God, that's a terrible movie. That's a disaster, disaster movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to miss a thing, Chris. Oh. That's right. You got I, the good one. I did get the good one. I wrote it, so I get the good one. <laughs> Um, speaking of which, uh, Bruce Willis has recently decided to retire from acting not that long ago. So we give our tribute to him in our own special recasted way. In this. By taking a movie about some nasty asteroids that are coming to, uh, blow us up. Yeah. As we recast Michael Bay's Armageddon. The first movie I actually remember seeing Bruce Willis die. Yes. I know he, he's probably died before this in movies, but this is the first movie I remember seeing him die in a movie. Yeah. No, I think this is the same. I, I can't recall a movie yeah. beforehand. So, so but yeah. We'll, Armageddon. We'll, we'll talk about him when we get to him, or we just spend like 20 minutes I think we've talked about, we've talked about we him did, before. We did Die Hard, so. And 12 Monkeys. And 12 Monkeys, yeah. Not that him long ago. actually good acting. Yeah. This just seems like Bruce being Bruce. <laughs> especially the scene where they're first in space and um steve buscemi's like spinning him around and he's just chuckling like that's just bruce willis chuckling that's not the act that's not the character that's not him (laughs) oh yes so this movie armageddon deep impact no no wasn't it around the same was it was was it six months or something i remember that up Let's look that up. Both movies about I, asteroids. I, I think this movie is a better movie than. Oh Deep yeah, Impact. this one is definitely. Ninety. It was also in ninety-eight. Yes. Yeah. So. Deep Impact. Yeah. Deep Impact, with T. Leone, Morgan Freeman, Elijah Wood, and John Favreau. Apparently. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember him being in that. I but don't remember. I've that movie. seen Armageddon lots. I've oh, seen yeah. Deep, Impact, Deep Impact once. Because <laughs> Armageddon's. Michael Bay. It's explosions yeah. and cool-ass things. Mm, yeah, definitely. I don't know if I have that in my... Hold on. i got to check to make sure I don't talk about it later. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think I talk about it. In case I do, whatever. But it's like the thing where they have Gatling guns on the... Uh, Why do they have guns on the... On, in it's just because space. it looked cool. It's also because Hasbro wanted... Oh, maybe I did have this down. Because Hasbro wanted to sell toys. And how do you sell toys... The space vehicles, you put guns on it. Okay. That's how you do it. It's true. Then they wrote it into the thing, too. So. Yep. Maybe they needed to kill asteroid aliens. Maybe. That may, may have made a better movie. Ooh. Pew, 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 pew. It's actually like a bunch of aliens flying the mm. asteroid towards Earth. It's just a bunch of bugs. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Starship Troopers. There you go. I was going to pla- say Stormship Troopers. I'm like, that's Came not from right. the planet Klondathu or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Which never... Oh, now you got me to talk about this. That never made sense, and I know it wasn't supposed to, because it was almost kind of played off like it was propaganda that mm-hmm. they were throwing these... 
was like, how are these bugs intelligent enough to launch asteroids? Okay, so Armageddon mm-hmm. made $553 million worldwide, and Deep Impact made $349 million worldwide. Mm. That was so. the year of uh, space disasters. Mm-hmm. Armageddon won. Yep. Good job. You saved the Earth and mm-hmm. made a lot of money. Yeah. Did you notice the funness that was uh, Ben Affleck's six foot four frame standing next to Bruce Willis and looking eye to eye the whole time? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Bruce Willis is like six four, right? No. <laughs> Bruce Willis is lucky if he's two inches shy of six feet. <laughs> so yes, it's like one of those things because like Ben Affleck is tall. Like six foot four is a tall person. Yes. Right, so it's almost two to three inches taller than me. And yeah. And we're not short. And we're not short. Okay, so this movie came out July 1st, 1998. So this is a summer blockbuster that is all summer blockbusters. Um, it has a weird, weird Rotten Tomato score because critics gave it a nice whopping 38%. Because it's Michael Bay. <laughs> and the audiences gave it a great, great 73 <laughs> I think we've all come to agree, and it's funny because, like, critics, I don't understand much anymore. Like, I, I get the whole, like, we need people to criti- criticize the films and all this, but, like, let's be honest. If you're criticizing a film that 70% of your audience loved, and you're saying it's 30, what was it, 30? 37, 38. 38%, like... Okay, I know films are artistic expressions, and, you know, you get the very artsy films that, like, a small percentage... And I had this argument, and we've talked about this before, with the Oscars, mm-hmm. where... You, you think it should be more popular demand than... It shouldn't be a bunch of people going, we really liked this, and everybody else in the world going, we really liked Endgame. <laughs> Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> I mean, at least they got it right with Lord of the Rings. True true but like that's the thing that i don't like about critics anymore like even with marvel movies and whatnot like i just i don't listen to them anymore because everyone's got an opinion great everyone can we we have a whole podcast about our opinions (laughs) our opinions but like you know what i I don't even listen to you critics (laughs) that's fine they don't listen to you either they should and then (laughs) criticize it and then i won't listen to it i don't know they, they're the whole point of their job, though, is to to justify the art of the picture and critique it that way. At least most of the critics that mm-hmm. I know. But because the thing is, like, a critic just being like, "Yeah, this was super fun. I give it a ten out of ten. Like, no one's gonna listen to that guy for long because he's always gonna love everything. No, but I, I agree right. with that. But at the same time, if you're gonna be like, "This is a terrible. It made no sense. Blah blah blah." But 80% of your audience base has, this is great. 100%. But you have no idea that those 38% of critics didn't go, this was bad, this was bad, this is stupid. But you know what? I had a lot of fun. I know. <laughs> it usually ends with, technically terrible. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It was hilarious. Yeah. Why? Why? Why would you train drillers to go into space and not astronauts to drill? why uh, hold on I don't think it is why would you just not launch all your nukes at it 
Because here's the thing, even if it's traveling really far, explosions in space will will change some sort of trajectory. Will change the directory because mm. there's no other force acting on it. Yeah. You're not going to stop it, but if you push it or launch a couple of rockets just to kind of push it. <laughs> you don't need to move much. No. Yeah. It will go off in its own way. Yeah. So that actually leads to something I want to change, but we'll just do that little bit if you don't mind. That's fine. Um, the thing I want to change is because technically, like we, we recently, within the last year or so, had an asteroid go between us and the moon. Yes. Right? Which is close, relatively speaking. Speaking. Um, but like mathematically speaking, there isn't really one that's going to hit us. Anytime soon. There's not one that we won't know of well in advance that we could probably do something. We probably won't be here for it. No. Right? So, with that being said, I think it'd be fun to, instead of just having this asteroid show up out of nowhere, have it be like, well, you we just we just witnessed with our brand new telescope, which I am forgetting the name of, but that really cool one that replaced Hubble. Hmm. We just noticed that an asteroid hit another asteroid, and guess what? It's not coming towards us. <laughs> like, something has to happen out there. Like, yeah. some... Has to know. be... Or it has to be like, hey, yeah, we were watching this really cool asteroid, and it hit something, and part of it splits off and it, comes towards and us. And now, and now, now we're like, oh, no. Yeah. I <laughs> oh, also, shit. Just because, again, I also want to extend the timelines a lot. I really hate... You have eight hours to drill this. Come on. Just give them... Don't even say a time. Get this done, right? Like... Eight hours to drill. Eight hundred feet. Eight hundred. Okay, and hundred feet an hour. In terrain you don't know, and yeah. destroyed a bunch of their drill. Like, yeah, no, I'm with you on this. Yeah. I also think, because, I mean, sure, they probably have fault lines and all this, but like, I I still think it should be. We need to push it out of the way. Like, they need to. They need to drill into the core and then do something. Let's mm. go to cause the explosion to push it yeah. that way or something i don't know i'm not the genius writing this no also you're, mine's you're really no, gonna be no jason isaacs no oh there's a lot of people in this movie there's a lot <laughs> i saw the list and, oh, and some of them I'm like wait oh yeah yeah okay and i didn't even put keith david on the list no like <laughs> he keith david's just a holdover he's coming back <laughs> same character okay Let's do some fun facts. Fun facts with Chris. Fun facts. Fun you facts. You want to do it to the Aerosmith song? I don't want my fun facts. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> this no is fun facts. This is what happens when we, we get too much sugar in me. Okay. Mr. Billy Bob Thornton told Michael Bay that his backstory for Truman, that's the guy that's head of NASA, uh, was that he was on track to join NASA as an astronaut but suffered crippling nerve damage as a young man and was only able to serve as an administrator. Bay loved the idea and had the scene written that refers to this by showing a metal brace on Truman's leg. I don't think he was the head of NASA. Uh, he was the NASA guy. He was the flight coordinator guy he, there, yeah. You know what? Just whatever. Don't, don't argue. Okay. It's a fun fact. Uh, the film crew was allowed to shoot sequences at the top of a real launch pad uh, with an actual space shuttle docked to it. They were the only ones that have been able to film that close. Holy shit. Uh, the <laughs> only condition was that they not step into the shuttle itself. 
Ben Affleck yeah. admitted to stepping inside the orbiter for a brief moment before NASA technicians ordered him out of the spacecraft. Yeah, no shit. If I'm getting that close to a spaceship, I'm getting in it. Like, you're going to have to drag me away. The actual launch are actual launches, by the way. Yeah. They're, um, they were filmed, I think, Disney. Because it, this is Disney, right? Well, it's on Disney Plus, so. Yeah. Um, Disney was able to get the permission to put cameras all around to film it. Well, they normally do film them anyway, but they probably got permission to put better cameras. Oh, better cameras in a lot more different areas, right? Right. Critics jump on the line from Truman when he told the president that the asteroid was the size of Texas and said it was ridiculous. The critics said it was ridiculous. However, those critics were embarrassed when fans of the film in the Washington, D.C. area pointed out that the National Air and Space Museum contains an exhibit about the history of asteroids, which includes a visual from one that hit Earth millions of years ago which and was roughly the size of a modern state of Texas. Yeah. The one that basically killed the dinosaurs was about yeah. that size. So critics were all like, no, that's stupid, and it's only in the state of Texas, and then they were proven wrong. Coming back to our critics to, <laughs> to talk. Yeah, well, it doesn't take one that big to wipe out the planet either. So. No. It's like the, even the one that destroyed Asia and the one that destroyed Paris in this on the, in this movie are going to cause massive ecological and environmental problems throughout the for years and years and years. Oh yeah. Like Plus we some, don't know what's on them. Yeah. Like sure they burn up in the atmosphere, but then like yeah, what gases are they releasing? What? Yeah. You know, but also they they even isn't that the whole point of evolution? They even mention in the movie that there is stuff on this asteroid they've never seen before. Yeah. Right. We're going through a metal I've never even seen before. Unobtainium. Wait, we need to. Which comes back to don't look up. Call James. (laughs) By the way, I was going David Duchovny's evolution, not just the theory of evolution. Okay, Steve. We we should do that movie one day. We should. How stupid that movie is. That movie is so dumb, but it's great. Okay, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi? Buscemi? Uh, Refers to the irony in Con Air, a movie we have done about a bunch of idiots singing a song made popular by a band that died in a plane crash. He was referring in the instance to Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner. He is seen on Armageddon singing Leaving on a Jet Plane, sung by John Denver, who also died in a plane crash. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Kind of weird. Um, I absolutely, even watching this again, and I have cracked up every single time I've watched this movie, when he's riding the nuke, and William Fickner looks up and just straight up deadpans, get off the thermonuclear warhead. <laughs> now. <laughs> he does it so well. <laughs> I love Fickner in this movie. Oh yeah, he's great. Okay, for last one. For the scene where the drillers are making their demands, Michael Bay had each actor write down on a piece of paper what he would ask for if put in this situation. Bruce Willis ad-libbed the entire scene from what the other actors had written down on their sheets. Bay didn't realize he would be reading the demands directly off the sheet. Bay also recalls a joke Willis played on him that day of filming. When the director came on set, he heard Willis screaming. The actor was yelling about how Bay was late, how he should have been there, and how Willis was walking off the set. No real arguments ever divulged. Are divulged. <laughs> but I just like the fact that they ad-libbed the entire scene. I thought you were like if Michael Clark Duncan actually didn't write write White House properly. <laughs> the what house? The White House. <laughs> I think that was just the ad-lib, right? <laughs> and uh, none of them won't pay taxes again. Yeah, ever. ever. We can do. But you well, know we'll what? We Let's do. be honest. Yeah, they don't deserve. They don't need to pay taxes. No. 
You yeah. save the planet. You you get. Yeah. You 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 can live scot free for the rest of your life. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Okay. There was also the fun fact where. Um, wow. Why can't I not think of his name now? Billy Bob Thornton. No. Bruce Willis. No. Steve Buscemi. No. Young uh, kid. Young kid. Uh, not young kid, but Batman. Why can't I? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I had Brad something stuck in my head. There's also the fun fact of Ben Affleck asking Michael Bay why. That's why I said that. Yeah. But that one was basically the question everyone has. Because it's a movie. Shut the fuck up. Also, apparently NASA gives this to a bunch of their administrators to check for factual errors. There's about 163, yeah. if not more. It's kind of like if you don't get this amount, you're not hired from NASA type yeah. of thing. But that's fine. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Michael May made a great popcorn film. You know that's all he does. Yeah. So one thing I will say about this movie, the CGI does not hold up very well. Mm, no, it's pretty bad. But the model work, hmm? in my opinion, is still really well done. I think a lot of the times when it's the shuttle and it's the model, it looks really really good. Um, I think the asteroid looks great. I think it looks a little cheap nowadays because you can see it in like high definition and stuff like that yeah but like the the fact that it looks like basically icicles made out of melted rock because of whatever happened to this thing like Mm. it looks scary uh and i think it looks really well done are you thinking facts by the way yes that was all um there's a bunch of them but i only chose a bunch no that's fine handful um one of the things you didn't notice on your little fun facts is the writer of this movie who is J.J. Abrams. <laughs> okay. I noticed that when I was watching. I'm like, wait, what? J.J. Abrams wrote this? He was uh, one of two screen screenplay writers. And uh, two people adapted it from two other people's story. So it had six writers in total, this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It had a lot of writers. A lot of writers. For great... explosions. <laughs> And all they wrote was the word explosion. Explosion. Don't explain why drillers need to go into space. <laughs> Doesn't need to make sense. <laughs> dot, talk, dot, dot. Talk about kicking bear in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow we are going to duct tape Steve Buscemi to a chair. Chair. Well, he would have duct tape with them. Yeah. That's actually, by the way, the International Space Station's that's their procedure for somebody going crazy. <laughs> is duct to tape. duct tape them. Yeah. You got well, duct tape. You duct have tape to figure everything. You have to figure out something. Yeah. So, do you like this movie? You know what? For a I don't need to think movie. Yes. It's just a stupid Michael Bay explosions and yeah. cool shit happening movie. I, I didn't never. I have never noticed this until I watched this movie with a critical eye this time. They used the clock ticking down trope twice in this movie, and I never noticed it before. Um, luckily, neither clock runs out to zero or point one point zero zero one. It's always like a weird number, like the nuke ends at like two point four three or something like that, you know. So that's always nice, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, I enjoy this movie. I think it's just it's a fun film mm-hmm. i agree it's never gonna be anything really more than that no this which will is, never be an oscar which is exactly how i've planned my new one 
It's just going to be a fun, stupid film. Yeah. Because uh, that's what it should be. be. It's going to be interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. So, so, how... Um, do you mind if I start? Because I've already kind of started. You start. So, one of the things, as we talked about, is I'm going to change... Um, the timeline. The timeline. Um, but, I do think... The first time you should see the asteroid is when the first time the astronauts see the asteroid. I um, You see it like twice or so before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the fact that the asteroid is actually scary looking, and I'd like to keep that. Um, I don't care about physics and science when it comes to stuff like this, so I don't really... That's if an asteroid doesn't movie. look like that, I don't really care. This I, is an interstellar. Yeah, I want this to be... I want this thing to be scary, and I really liked the purple and green like vapors that were coming off of it and everything. Yeah. Like, I thought this thing... And they did a really good job flying into it, but yeah, that first reveal should be like, oh shit, this thing is scary, mm-hmm. right? Because like, when you think of an asteroid, you just think of a rock floating through space right like from like star wars or something yeah right which actually like as you said technically like asteroid belts asteroids aren't right next to each other no they're like hundreds of thousands of millions of feet apart yeah Yeah. so miles sorry not even feet miles yeah like space is very 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 large um you could say it's spacious you could even like oh put it far enough in the future where it's like instead of slingshotting around the moon mm-hmm. they slingshot around mars like you you don't need to have this set now and with that being said i kind of want the spaceships to look a little bit more like the ones from interstellar that kind of shuttle look yeah or um the martian where they look a little more more advanced you know, but you know, not quite this is, where we're this at is space of the the not too distant future i kind of like here, here's the weird parallel because um, we saw Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. kind of like the ship he was flying in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. went Mach ten. Ten, which isn't a possibility. N- well, <laughs> not not on Earth. Not not well, not <laughs> in a, a flying craft like that. It yeah. is with like a rocket. Yeah. Um, but like something like that, where it's like, yeah, it's future enough that it you suspend your belief, mm-hmm. but it's still at least somewhere. Yeah, I want this like a future where we're out in space and like, oh, there's an asteroid going to Earth. Yeah, well, we're going to Mars Colony. Bye. Yeah. Well, the thing um. is, the thing is that just too like, you, I'm not saying there should be a colony, but like maybe the satellite should be orbiting Mars instead of, yeah, because the mirror, the one, the mirror satellite's gone, mm-hmm. that doesn't exist anymore, and you don't want to blow up the International Space Station, which is the only thing that people are living in in space right now, <laughs> so. You know, you got to make up something fake. Yeah. Right. I agree. I think you have, and that's where I think you get the earlier warning where they're like, okay, we oh, yeah. need to. I'm going to look that space, that telescope up. Well, it's, it's kind of, it's, it really, have you seen the pictures from it? Like, they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I always love, is that the one that took the photo of the black hole or yeah. something? And then everyone was like, it's so blurry. This is stupid. And they're like, um, that's because you zoomed in. James Webb Space Telescope. Yeah. You zoomed. But yeah, I think you'd have, or here's here's my pitch. I know. Sorry. We'll, we'll come back to you in a sec. That's my pitch is that the, there's a shuttle heading to Mars to start up a base, right? Like, to start up the 
Mars population program or whatever. Like, it's going there, and that's when they encounter, like, this meteor coming, and they go, shit, we need to come back. Anyways, what else you got? Um, I kind of want to keep it funny, but I want to take some of the stupid parts out of it. Um, Steve Buscemi's sunglasses that come down in his spacesuit is just really, really dumb. Um, Especially because he couldn't get them back up. The um, the asteroid being called Dottie, because just like my wife, it'll, it's going to destroy everything. Like I think you could still do that, but you switch it around. You don't make it Dottie, you make it like Harold. <laughs> like she found it, and she's like, because he's a jackass. <laughs> you know, but... It's some of those like stupider things like I kind of mm-hmm. want to take out um, just running around a freaking oil rig shooting a shotgun <laughs> which is just yeah, they're in the international waters what does it matter no that's not the problem it's the oil rig and the shotgun that's the problem um, and then a, in a day he has his own company somewhere in America well I, that's where I think the timeline doesn't get <laughs> Described that's what I mean. Well. Like, it's like when they pick up Harry, they say we have eight days or something like yeah. this. Like, it's like, no, this is stupid. Well, it's either that or uh, Ben Affleck's character. I remember that time. <laughs> it's just like, I started a company now, and you're like, sure, you did. Yeah, so stuff like that. Like, but I still want it to be funny. I still want to do like sets and stuff. Like, I really like the fact that the asteroid was a set, mm-hmm. um, well, at least where they were drilling was a set. Um, and yeah, as I said, like I want, I want the asteroid to be scary, and like, um, like what we were talking about with Titanic, I, I want it to be the noises that they're hearing that makes it scary. Yes, there's no noise in space. Blah, 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 I was blah, gonna say, blah, blah. but you could also do the like absent of noise <sighs> yeah. too, and be like, this is kind of unsettling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the thing is, like, even in movies like Gravity, which is very true to what space is. She only hears stuff when she's holding on to it because she's hearing it through everything else. Yeah. Except right. for the fact that she could have easily pulled George Clooney black with her. I totally never saw the movie. Oh, no. Neither no. have I. But I've always read that they're always like, George Clooney letting himself go is pointless because there's nothing stopping her from giving a gentle pull, which would bring him back towards her. Okay. Sure. Because there's no friction in space. No, so I get that. Thank you. That's the whole Bender problem. When he gets shot out of the Planet Express while they're going at light speed, mm-hmm. he's going faster. There's nothing to slow him down. That's why he meets God. Yeah. Or, you know, a satellite that could have been. <laughs> That's a great episode. I yeah, love that episode, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it's stuff like that. And, I, yeah, I, w- I really want them to have a little bit more time. Um, I think I think it'd be interesting to see how these people fair in space for like two months instead of we have eight hours to do this right i'm not talking like on the asteroid but like the travel to the travel mm-hmm. to the asteroid and all that stuff because like on the asteroid yeah they shouldn't have a lot of time um because obviously drilling 800 feet probably not that hard so I don't know a lot about drilling mm, depends uh, keep going because I'll, I'll come back to my changes yeah. that i have that kind of address some so of this it's, it's stuff like that like and, and I have weird little things too. Like I kind of want this to be mentioned that this is a completely international, like project joint. Like because even like Keith David says, we spent billions of dollars sending these guys to space. Like no way America just flitted the bill for all this. 
Oh, right? no. And especially, like, right now when, like, India had a better space program than most of us. Yeah. Like, so, not saying that anything wrong. I'm just saying yeah. they have an actually really good space and that, program. And that's, and that's where I don't. want, like, because even them, even in this movie, the two space shuttles that they have are mm-hmm. new experimental space shuttles, which is kind of what I want. to be like, this is easy. These are two brand new space shuttles. They're inter- from international things. Like, mm-hmm. this part's from this part, the, you know, whatever. But Yeah, this yeah. is from our test fl- or yeah. our te- like this engine is our test engine for yeah moving at Mach 23 in space in space yeah so this is our flies like a jet plane instead of like a yeah. tank <laughs> so yeah it's stuff like that i still want to yeah. keep the 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 good natured like i want these guys to be like brothers type of thing mm-hmm. like the crew because i think that's really important to the story um i love how during the the um, wedding scene at the end, they have the one picture of the guy we don't even get a name for. Uh, <laughs> he died, uh, but he's here. But hey. also for that, why is Billy Bob not walking her down the aisle? Because he's Billy Bob. But do you know what I mean? I know. Like Bruce Willis goes out of his way to make sure that that guy gets a patch, and he doesn't walk his that guy girl guy's wife down the aisle. Stupid daughter. Daughter. Stupid. I was gonna say it's his daughter. Yeah. And also, why isn't Sharp at the wedding? Like, why is it just the guys from the the oil crew? It should be all the astronauts who survived. It should be everybody. Should be all of them. Elon Musk is there. Uh, Tony Stark's there. No, e- Elon died in the Paris one. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> all right. He died in a previous attempt to try and go up to the asteroid and. <laughs> why? Why is the care? Um... Oh, why can't I think Leonardo DiCaprio's character from Look Up? Not there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, that, that's another thing I want. I want them to be like, when they finally go to Harry, they'd be like, well, have you tried that? We've tried all of that. We've known about this for months. We've been trying and trying. So many people have died trying to do this. You are our last hope. This is why we're doing the stupidest thing on the planet and training oil drillers to be astronauts. <laughs> Okay, so I got a couple changes on this. I don't know if you're done. I'm done. So the only real big change that I wanted to do to address a couple of the things you brought up that were problems is that I want this to be the two-man team part of the international project to defeat it. Like, this isn't the only team going. Like, they're sending, like, 20 ships and all of them are going to be crewed with NASA astronauts and a drill team. That's why they need them because they need to have an, like enough people with expertise to go do this. It's not just a two ship thing. Okay. I want this to be similar to you. They know it's coming. So this is the preparation. Like this is like we're going to Harry and saying we need you and your team because Germany, Japan, China, <laughs> India, Canada, like, everyone is putting their efforts in. Wait, wait, wait. The Canadians were doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the Canadian astronaut's name? The Canadian the astronaut. The really famous guy that's always on things. Um, oh. I'm just going to Google the words Canadian astronaut. Okay. Do it. He's going to be there. But, like, I, I want them to be like, this is a worldwide... Well, it's a worldwide problem. But this is going to be a... Chris wor- Hadfield? Yes. Hadfield. He's on everything. <laughs> I did uh, not know he was Canadian. No? No. Yeah. 
He's like one of our most famous Canadian astronauts. Not the only Canadian astronaut. But no, they also have David Saint Jacques. Saint Jacques. Um, okay, but okay, fine, whatever. Canada has astronauts. Great. I want this to be a, like um the entire world one of those kind of everybody's coming together ideas because mm-hmm. we're all gonna die if we don't. I want that to be also part of it, whether you do because you're going to have people like that are just like. Well, really, should we be blowing this astronaut or the asteroid up? You know, oh, it's the end of the world. We should just let it happen. Like, you're well, gonna have, yeah. Did you? Did you? This is a bit of a tangent. Did you notice that one family who was basically in an abandoned brick building, living with an American flag outside their house? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Like, they showed the inside, and he was just sweeping an empty room, and they were sitting there on the floor looking at a TV. It's like. What what is this? <laughs> Welcome to America. It's like it's like Michael Bay found an abandoned town somewhere, and he's like, "I'm gonna use this town. <laughs> I'm gonna blow this town up." <laughs> but I want it to be like part of the reason they are also going to like carrying them, who are off on the oil rigs and doing all this stuff, is because they go, "We've gone to, we've you know," because he can be like, "Oh, well, what about that team that's all in the news?" And they'd be like, "Somebody got to them." got to one or two of them or scared them or like they don't want to leave their like i want it to be a little bit of how our world really is where no matter what the f is happening to us there's always the people that aren't going to help fake news (laughs) kind of not not to the big degree like i don't want it to be like the center point of this it's not don't look up it's literally just this is part of this but we're coming together as a world and sending like 20 ships up and we have about a year before they're ready. And then we're going to send you up. And it's going to take like six months to get there where we need to go over. Like, mm-hmm. it needs to be a lot of reasoning as to, like, why we're sending them out there. Yeah. Um, but here's the other thing. I want this to be. I want this to be a fun, stupid movie. Yeah. Like, the people I chose are just going to be actiony and funny. Well, it's being like as as much as I I say it was stupid and dumb. Like, I really like the parts where the asteroid gets mad at them. Do, do you know what I mean? Like where it has yeah. an earthquake and it throws like rocks at them. I'm like, yeah. this is fun. This is cool. This is scary. Yeah. Right? Like, see, Buscemi says it. This is like Doctor Seuss's worst nightmare. <laughs> like, I want <laughs> I want that asteroid to look menacing. super inhospitable and yeah. menacing as shit. So, no. So. Yeah. Shall we... Um, Let's get to the cast. Go through the cast, because we do have a lot of people in the list. Yep. Okay, so where are we starting? Oscar? This um, Owen Wilson guy? What's his, yeah, what's his story? Just, I don't know. He's got a weird nose. Yeah, he does. Like, it's been broken way too many times. What is Owen Wilson known for? Wedding Crashers. Correct. Um... He wouldn't be known for Night at the Museum. Is he known mm. for Night at the Museum? He was in Night at the Museum? Yeah. With Ben Stiller? He was the little cowboy dude. Oh, yeah. No. Sorry. Um, Owen Wilson. This is a good one. Why can I not think you of... Might Zoolander! Get... No. How is he not known for Zoolander? I don't know. You might get one of them. You probably won't get the other two. Because one of them does not make sense. Okay. Um... So he's known for Bottle Rocket. Nope. So that was him and his brother... Luke? Yeah. Uh, he's known for the Royal Tannenbaums. Okay, yeah. And Starsky and Hutch. Oh, 
How did I not get that? Because it's stupid. Why would you get Starsky but I literally, and Hutch? I literally just said Ben Stiller. I should have put two and two together. So, yeah. He was on Oprah Zoolander. Like, nope. What's wrong with you, IMDb? A lot, apparently. Yep. All right. Am I going first? You going first? Uh, why don't you go first? All right. So for my Oscar, I uh, I went with Dominic Monaghan. Monaghan? Monaghan. Monaghan. Yeah. Dominic Monaghan. Yes. You know, not a big part. Also dies, like, halfway through. Mary? I never would remember which one is which. God, why would you say this to me? I think so. I don't think he's Pippin. Um, But he also had other roles on, like, Lost. Lost and and Yeah, so that's Mary. Is it? Yeah. Apparently I can't write Dominic on my phone. Um, but yeah, you know, he shows up in things and I enjoy him in stuff and I think he's a good actor. Hold on. Yes, he's Mary. Yeah. Um, oh, he was in Legend of Vox Machina. Weird. Yeah. He was the, um, little dwarf soldier guy next to the queen. Yes. Um, but yeah, he just shows up in things and I think he has like a fun enough attitude that he kind of has that owen wilson vibe to him so mm-hmm. yeah that's mine who'd you have who's your oscar um, i went for someone who i know could be funny mm. because let's face it this is only what owen wilson's character was there to be um so i picked kat denning good choice yeah yeah i like her she's really yeah, fun man. like she has great comedic timing and i think she could bring like i like owen wilson i like him better now more as like morbid not morbius um Mo- mobius mobius yeah from um from loki yeah. like i like him more as that kind of character than uh, as like this <laughs> you're loki punchline 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 kind of character he just he just doesn't do it quite right for me hmm. um but i think the way cat then del- delivers lines and stuff like that it's just very sarcastic and very well done and stuff like that so cat denning okay yeah i like cat denning good i'm glad now Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Okay. MCD. May oh. he rest in peace. So good. Remember that time where his dogs ate a dude? <laughs> Somebody broke into his house and there his dogs killed and ate him. Well, not a whole thing. Part of him. <laughs> anyway, what is he known for? The Green Mile? Correct. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 can't think of anything. I was oh, going to say man, Daredevil. Was, but He was only 54 when he died. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. He's not known for Daredevil, is he? He's not known for Daredevil. He is what? known for this movie. Okay, this movie. Um, <sighs> the, the, if it helps, he was known for another Bruce Willis movie. Oh, well, why can I not think of it? He's not the Bruce isn't the main character. He's just one of the characters. But he is on the cover. <laughs> God damn it. Why can't I think of this? <laughs> no. And he's known for Planet of the Apes. I didn't even know he was in Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. The Tim Burton one. I think he was one of the big gorilla. That makes sense. Wasn't known for Talladega Nights? He was in Talladega Nights? Michael Clark Duncan? Oh, yeah. He was one of the pit guys. <laughs> Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, he was known for Sin City. Oh, shit. Yeah. Why did I not think of that? Don't know. I love Sin City. 
but I will be completely honest, never saw the sequel. It wasn't very good. No, that's yeah. what I heard. And I never got intrigued to buy. Yeah. Okay. okay, you up. So he played Bear. Played Bear. 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 Um, I picked Brian Tree Henry again. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've probably now gotten to the limit of me picking him for this series because I've picked him quite a bit. Um, mostly because I think he's really funny. Yeah. And it helps that he is a larger black man. Mm. Which is kind of I, what you need for this part. Ikea. Fall, right. fall catalog. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's more of the, the comedy. Because again, mm-hmm. I want these people to be funny. I want them to you know, yep. act out and tease each other. and you know. So I want the same thing. Yeah. Didn't go with the same guy, but I went with somebody I know that's going to do just as good a job. Who did you go with then? I went with Terry Crews. I almost went with Terry Crews. Yeah. Because for the same reason, like... He's just... He's he's great. Yeah. He's funny. He can do serious, but he's... For me, it was just... He was just a little bit too old. True. Because he's like 50 or 60, isn't he? But he's point? in... No, no, I know, but... He's in such good shape. Well, no, it's just because I was trying to keep my cast within like a certain like... Yeah, but I also was like... Late I, 30s, early 40s type of I was range. trying to kind of like play around with... and. For me, it's it's Terry Crews going with my Harry as well as my chick, maybe. Okay. Yeah, um, the guys like no, just basically yeah. like the main crew and like yes, but that's the thing I wanted this to be. You go for your experts who are going to be your more senior people. Yes, he's in reality probably fifty something, and I don't know. He doesn't probably need to be a oil rigger, rigger but. But Terry Crews is hilarious, and this is my action movie, so I don't care. He is 53. Yeah, not too bad. That is insane. That's that's what happens when you actually... A lot of work. Work out, and (laughs) I'm not going to look anywhere, like, even 2% of what he is when I'm 53. I don't look too bad. Although, maybe the hair, because I'll be probably (laughs) bald by then. True. But yeah, Terry Crews. That's why. That's my bear. Okay. Next. Next. We have. The Peter, Russian. The Russian. Lev Androbov. Lev Androv. Peter Stormare. When you need a Russian, you get Peter Stormare. <laughs> I love. I love Peter Stormare. I think he's great in everything. My favorite. Just. I know he's only in it for five minutes. The fact that he's in John Wick 2. And he has that beautiful, like, intro where he's just like, he killed him with a pencil. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of pencil. Who does that? <laughs> he's a man of pure determination. I think one of his best parts that he ever did is actually in one of the movies he's known for. Oh, I'm, I... So, uh, he's, is, he's too... He's too... What is Peter Stormare known for? You get three guesses because he's known for this movie. <laughs> Don't look it up. Too late. I already looked it up. Ah. Although I will say the third movie in. Constantine. Constantine. That's what I mean. That, his part of Satan is spot on. He is probably the best portrayed version of that <laughs> yeah. character. Yeah. I absolutely he... love when Keanu lights up a cigarette and he goes, do you mind? And he goes, no, I own stock. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah, he he does Satan so nonchalantly and really well done, and yeah, but he does it like so, like just the tar on the feet, the white. Yeah, shoot. yeah, uh, he is great. I um, there was a show on I think HBO, American Gods. He played Chernobog, a Russian god. Hmm. He was very very good in that. He everything I've ever seen him in. Well, I mean, he does a lot, but like yeah. But yeah, like he has two hundred and five actor credits to his name at this moment. He was in Destiny Two, apparently. Arc Jaw. Yeah, I feel like I remember his voice being in something. Well, his voice has been in lots of things. But no, when we used to play Destiny, oh. like I, maybe he was. Oh, he played Godbrand in Castlevania, the Netflix show. Okay, I liked that show. I know you did. It was a great show. I I know. My goodness, he's been in a lot. Okay. <laughs> Who is your lev? He must be. My lev. And probably I need to stop using this person at some point, but uh, Kate McKinnon. I want her playing a really bad Russian she accent. She was almost my rock hound. Was she? Yeah. <laughs> Kate McKinnon. I want her to be this crazy Russian in space. Okay. And I want it to be not that they just like left because it's only, he's been up in space for a while by himself. 18 months. 18 months. I want it to be like the Russians had sent him off on his own, like this own thing. Because he's annoying? Not that he's annoying, <laughs> but they're like, we have a mission and it's, well, this is obviously her. But like, we have a mission and we're going to send you off. And like, that's the reason they're between the moon and Mars or something. And that's yeah. the station they're at. And that's why they're like by themselves. <laughs> but yeah, I want Kate McKinnon to just play this crazy Russian out in space okay who'd you have um you're not gonna know him by name um i picked tom walishika walishha um you because you're stupid and haven't watched stranger things volume four yet okay he uh plays the russian guard in that um he's also what the faceless assassin in game of thrones he was in the second season of jack ryan He's a very talented actor, really good with accents. Um, he played a great Russian in Stranger Things, but I've only ever seen him do serious stuff. Mm. So I think it'd be fun to see him kind of let loose. And he kind of has that like wild and crazy look to him that Peter Stormare has. So, And somebody's got to be the next Peter Stormare. Why not this guy? <laughs> We right? need another Peter Stomare. Peter Stomare's still alive, okay? But, he's still know, going. He's, he's getting up in age. Uh, I'm trying to find him in the list, but I'm guessing he's pretty far down. Peter? He's, no, the guy, your guy. Oh, what list? Um, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, probably because you're just going to the main list. Yeah. Peter Stormare was born in 53, dude. He's still kicking, though. <laughs> That's 70s. I don't care. He's still doing stuff. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He doesn't do, like, a lot of action, but... No. Yeah. You need somebody to do things. Like, let's see. Is he... Yeah, okay. he literally just had something come out. I don't know if it's a game or not. It just says blood ties. Next. <laughs> Colonel Willie Sharp. Willie Sharp. Played by the amazing, amazing William, William Fickner. Blossom's older brother. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? Wow. Yeah, he's the ambulance-driving older brother of Blossom. There was <laughs> Joey... Yeah. And then him. Wow. Yeah. I was just going to go, he's the accountant in Drive Angry. He's the accountant in Drive Angry. Yeah. We've talked about him a bunch before. Because yeah. we've used them a bunch. Oh, yeah. So. 
Let's see. When did I last use Fickner? Am I wrong? What? I am wrong. He wasn't that person. Who the hell was that am I thinking of then? I don't know. Look up Blossom. Hmm. When did I... You know what? I'm not really... Oh, there we are. Uh, he was the president in something. <laughs> the president. Oh, he was. he's the president in Escape from New York for me. Oh, that's what you were doing. Yeah, I was looking up when last time I used William Fickner. That was not that long ago, so... Yeah, that's the only time I've used him in the last little while. Wow. You know, good for me. Good for Who's you. your Colonel Willie Sharp? We've talked about William Fickner a lot, so I don't think we need to go too much into him. <laughs> okay. Um, I picked um, Lazo Anzo. Okay. I had a... I was going to do that at some point, but I, I left him out. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he would also have been a good bear. But I kind of, um, mostly from this latest season of The Boys where he was getting mad and stuff like that at people. Uh, I just realized something, but keep going. Okay. Um, I, I kind of like the, because like most of this character is getting mad at the idiocy that is the drillers, mm-hmm. right? So I kind of like the fact that he's kind of like the mother, mm-hmm. which then just leads to mother's house. Right. He owes, you know. Yeah. For lack of a better term, he is the mother of that group. I know his name is Mother's Milk, but like he is like yeah. It's, so. Yeah, I th- it it'd be nice to see the boys do lots of other things. They're all very very good. So especially that Carl Urban, I think he's gonna go far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How how far is he gonna go? He's gonna go far. <laughs> who, no. who is your Colonel Willie Sharp? Speaking of the boys, <laughs> who do you think I got? Is it Carl Urban? No. Is it Jack Wade? No. Uh, for, Anthony Starr. Yes. <laughs> I went for Homelander. Because of kind of similar, he can play that annoyedness and just like that, like, he, I love the way he plays Homelander and Homelander is such an asshole. Yes. Um, and Anthony Starr does such a great job. And I really wanted this to be like the military guy that is just like annoyed that he has to be with these drillers, but at the same time, like... He's not going to be Homelander. He's not going to be an ass, but he's going to be that annoyedness and be like just that like pent up frustration at times. But he also is good. So, um, which again led to me to almost choosing the same guy you chose. Yeah. But I went no. I wanted to go a little bit more of the more of the asshole, the American asshole. Colonel. Would you Would you let it? Like I was going to say. I guess you're saying American. So no, you don't want him to keep his accent. You know what? Let's let him. Let's okay. not have the stereotypical like American colonel. Like let's what what he's Australian, I think. I was gonna say New Zealand, but I, I think could, he's 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 not English, but has an Englishy sounding accent. Yeah. So he's you know. I'm gonna quickly look at this up so because I already have him. Um, I was right. Born in New Zealand. Okay. So yeah, you know what? He's from the New Zealand. <laughs> I don't think New Zealand has much of an army, but everyone has an army. Everyone does, but he's. He's from New Zealand. Keep the accent. Or just say he's Australian. Whatever. We'll go that way. <laughs> Sounds good. Next. <sighs> Stephen Buscemi. Who also, by the way, did not want to make this a creepy character. And he signed on to do a, you know, a little bit more of a serious role. And once he signed on, they rewrote him as a creepier character. Yeah. A character who is really into younger girls. Because when you have Steve Buscemi, who and looks Michael weird, Bay. and Michael Bay, he likes making jokes about your underage I girls. Know. So, what is Steve Buscemi known for? 
Oh. If it helps, he's known for a movie that Peter Stormare was also known for. Fargo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm... Is he known for any movies we've done? Because I really want to say Con Air. He is known for a movie we've done, but not Con Air. Not Con Air. No. Oh, shit. An older movie. Like, older. early in the series. Ah, uh, Reservoir Dogs? Correct. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. I can't think of it. And then a very serious movie, Ghost World. No, no. And I was going to say the show that he's on, that's uh, Boardwalk Empire. Empire. No. And then The Death of Stalin, apparently. Oh, that's a stupid movie. <laughs> I've actually watched that. Yeah. It's supposed to be a black comedy, but it, it's it's good. It's just meh, not my type. Okay. He ha- is known for 168 acting things, including Hotel Transylvania 4, yes. where he played Wayne. Party on Wayne. Party on Garth. Okay. Ah, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I think we talked about it before, but I always liked the story of him because he was a firefighter. Yeah, he was in... He wasn't, he wasn't currently working during wasn't 9-11. wasn't acting, but, but he, he joined. Yeah, he went and helped. He went to yeah. the station and said, help me. But, like, yeah. no, the, uh, that that's a fantabulous, fantabulous story. Fantabulous story. But it's also the fact that he wanted to be an actor while he was a fireman, mm-hmm. and he didn't tell anybody because he didn't want... Because the firemen are dicks and they'll yeah. tease the shit out of you. But when they found out, they actually came to all of his plays and were supportive nice. of him. Which is nice to hear. Yeah, it is nice to hear. Okay. Uh, you're going. I'm up. This is Rockhound. Rockhound. Uh, so I wanted a, a fast-talking, you know, bit of a comedic, but a little bit of a smart guy. So I, I went with Michael Pena. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of laughing on that. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be the same character. I'm not going to recast D. Buscemi. Well, you could. You could, but I don't want to recast D. Buscemi. Yeah. It's Michael Pena. Yeah, Michael That's Pena. right. That's not who I am. Mm. <laughs> so, yes. Bit of a break. We had a break. We were talking about Michael Pena. He's yes. great. <laughs> I'm still sticking with him. That's good. It's your choice. Yep. Who's yours? Um, I picked uh, Taraji P. Henson. I know that name. Uh, she was in Hidden Figures. Yes. Um, stuff like that. She's very sassy, and I like her. Um, again, like as I've picked for most of the people, I kind of want this more to be like a sarcastic, teasy type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, less stupid, less stupid comedy. Um, like I get the fact that they're blue collar people, but I don't think they need to act like like super blue collar. Like no, the fact that Bear was dancing around in a leopard print underwear it's uh, those like over the top things like yeah but that's what terry cruz is gonna do so (laughs) if he hasn't already i'm pretty sure he has (laughs) so yeah no no i like it okay chick now for chick no william Patton. yeah what is oh don't (laughs) even do this to me (laughs) what Um, is will Patton known for oh my goodness Oh, wow. Okay, no, I'm not even... I'm throwing in the towel So he's on known one. for this movie. Okay. Something called No Way Out. No. Nope. Uh, the Mothman Prophecies. Really? And The Postman. Oh, I would never have gotten any of those. <laughs> he was the bad guy in The Postman, but The Postman is like one of the worst movies. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. 
I have enjoyed him recently in the Holly the Halloween the Halloween requels, um, yeah. where he plays the sheriff. Those are s- we we saw the last one. I think Halloween Kills. It was just terrible. I liked Halloween Kills. It wasn't as scary as the first Halloween. Um, I did not find it scary at all. I just found it stupid. I love how unstoppable Michael is in that, in that movie, though. Where he just massacres those firefighters at the beginning. Like, it's a really, really well shot movie with some really, really stupid, stupid people. Like, that entire group of people he kills in the car. Just so dumb. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, it's just... Yes. Trying to look up, I'm looking up Will Patton. Uh, he's in a lot of, he's in a ton of stuff. Like, yeah, of course geez. he is. But yeah, he's one of those guys that shows up in things, and you're like, oh yeah, he's here. He plays a lot of like not great people. It's always like uh, the Punisher, a bit of a bad guy. We've um, gone in sixty. He was in. Saying, we've we've recasted him before. I just came up to his. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's gone in sixty. He's his. Yeah. So, which I enjoyed him in. Good. Because I liked Gone in 60. It was a great Nicolas Cage movie. It was a Nicolas Cage movie. Get out. <laughs> it was one of the better Nicolas Cage movies we did that month. You guys watched the new one, right? No, we have not. Oh, yet. I can't talk to you. Okay. Who's your chick? Um, I picked Randall Park. Good choice. I wanted somebody... Did you like... do the card trick? <laughs> well, it was more of the... the, the um, just some of the way he deadpanned some of the lines... Made me think of how Randall Park does does stuff. Not him, not so much his thing in Ant Man and the Wasp, but more of how he played it in in uh, WandaVision. WandaVision, where he was way more jokey in Ant Man and the Wasp than he was in in WandaVision. So, yeah. Did you? I know you're not a fan of The Office. No, I have seen where he plays, plays Jim. Jim. Yes. <laughs> one of my favorite, like I think it's a cold opening or one yeah, of the openings. I've, I've seen that clip. Where it's like, ah, oh, Dwight, good for you for not noticing race. <laughs> And it's like they went out of their way yeah. to and make... There's a picture yeah. on the desk. His wife kisses, yeah. his kisses Hey, Jim. Yeah. Everyone calls him Jim. And you're just like, what? Yeah. I like it. Yes, it's Randall a, Park it's, is It's great. a good prank. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah. Just because of the way he can deadpan stuff, I, mm-hmm. I think is well done. And, like, I, I really want... I really want his relationship with Harry to be, like, really close. Because, mm-hmm. like... I know they were never going to do it, but like, if if I really wanted to write this movie, I would have them as a couple. Um, but then they wouldn't send them into space together. That's that's kind of why I didn't. Um, just because like it would, they they were very 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 close. No, they have sent couples into space. It, it, it would either be a couple or like they are actually yeah. brothers or something like that. But like, I just decided to keep it as like they've been yeah. working together for so long. Because even his eyes, he's like, I've been following you for twenty years. There's no way, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like this is this is like not just his sec. Like this is his brother. Yeah, this brother from another mother. Yeah. Um, this is like his. I've been with you for so long. Like you yeah. know. And this is where it's like I'm, I'm your not, whatever, underneath. Like this is your company, but I'm like the next. I'm your number person. one. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm I'm invested in the company. I'm as your well. Will Riker. Yeah. Make it so number one. <laughs> Okay, I guess it's my, my go for a chick. Yes. Um, so, like I said, I want this to be somebody who's going to be that partnership to... This is, for me, this is the straight thinker. This is the guy that's kind of the business side of it, but as well as the other side of it. So, I went with Michael Fassbender. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. You went big for the your your last couple. Oh, you wait. <laughs> it's gonna get it's gonna get. I up definitely there. did not go big. <laughs> I went big. This is this is a blockbuster <laughs> extravaganza. This is Fastbender at his like you know. Okay. Although I'm gonna ask this question just because I thought of it. What was the last Michael Fastbender movie you've seen him in? That I saw him in was yeah. probably one of the X Men films. Yeah. Because yeah. I just realized I haven't actually seen him in a lot of things recently. I'll look him up. But yeah, I want him to play the, you know, again, this straight-arrowed guy that's, you know, looking after Harry and making sure, like, everything's being done. He's probably been in it a bunch. I just haven't really seen him in a lot. Uh, no, the uh, last movie would have been Dark Phoenix. Really? That's the last movie he did. When was that? 20... Uh, 2019. Wow. Yeah. Is he just not acting anymore? He um he has four movies in like one post. completed, two in post production and one announced. Okay. Um he has completed the next goal wins. Hmm. Um he is in post production for Kung Fury Two. Yep. Kung Fury Two. Yep. Is it the same um director? I is don't it know. Stephen Stephen Chow? Kung Fury? What am I thinking of the wrong one? That's not Kung Fury. What am I thinking of? Kung Fury is that weird, like, short thing that would look like an 80s video game oh. with, like, the Tyrannosaurus cop and the guy who flips a car with his with his skateboard. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. I was thinking of, um... Uh, oh, I was thinking of someone else. This movie, yeah. tangent of all tangents, has Arnold Schwarzenegger, Michael Fassbender, David Hasselhoff. Well, you gotta have the Hasselhoff. <laughs> What the shit? <laughs> anyway. What age is this? It's the Viking age. <laughs> that explains the laser raptors. Um, I have actually watched that stupid thing. I think it was on Netflix at one point. Um, and then something called The Killer and then a Wild Bunch remake, apparently. <laughs> that is just rumored and announced. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Michael Fassbender. Chick. Okay. Up next. Up next we have... Actually... Since we're going to go into the top four main people, let's talk about the two people we didn't actually recast. Who are actors that we know in this movie. So let's talk about Keith David, mm-hmm. who we love, but isn't... He I mean, isn't enough that we probably should have recast him like over like maybe Owen Wilson. Um, but I forgot about him. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> when I was making the list. But Keith David was great. He plays the same Keith He's David part Keith that David. he always plays in this. Um, and then there's Jason Isaacs, who plays the smartest man on the planet. <laughs> Reed Richards. Yeah, basically. Um, he plays I still, Ronald Quincy. Yeah, I still think, uh, like, that's that's why I had it in the intro. Like, I love his speech about the firecracker, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, why don't we just fire nukes at it? He's like, so yeah, you hold a firecracker in your hand and you burn it. You close your hand around one, it's going to blow them all off. Yeah. Like, that's what you need to do. Like, yeah, he was... He goes, well, the president of advisors are saying that this would work. Well, the president of advisor got a C in astrophysics, so probably don't listen to him. <laughs> Ooh, the amount of sass in this room. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think, like, there was also a lot of, like, I recognize half of the goddamn flight crew from yeah. different projects um, around, because they're all, like, small-time character actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Next, who do I have? Grace. Grace. Gracie. Liv Tyler. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Which one? All of them. 
<laughs> I'm assuming she's known for all three. She is known for the two that she made. She made just, yes. Uh, Return of the uh, Return of the King and uh, Fellowship of the Ring. She's known for those two movies. She's also known for this movie. Can you guess the one other movie she's known for? I want to say Hulk, but I don't no, think it's a horror movie. If that helps. Liv Tyler in a horror movie. I don't know. Um, the Strangers. No. Nope. Um, oh, house Invasion type yeah, yeah, story. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good use of sound. Mm. And um, really, really dark ending and a really um, a really good use of um, like a really good scary group of people. Mm. Like the whole reason they did this is because they were home. There was no other reason. It was just they wanted to terrorize this couple. Like, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, is it me go or you go? You go. Mm, I just did Michael Fassbender, so I shall go for my grace. And I went with Zoe Kravitz. Okay. Yep. Catwoman? Catwoman. It's one of the reasons why. Someone who also played with Michael Fassbender in a movie. Did she? Yeah, she was in X-Men First Class. Oh, right. She was... <laughs> She was Dragonfly. Wow. She was Dragonfly, yeah. Dragonfly? No. Uh, Angel. Angel. That's no, right. not Angel. I'll oh. look it up. I'll look no, it up. I'm looking I'll it up now. You talk, I look up. Um, but you talk, I look up. <laughs> she was also in Mad Max, apparently. Yeah, she was one of the... Uh... Oh, she was Angel Salvador. Oh, yeah. She was Toast something in Mad Max and Divergent. Uh, but does a really great job as Selena Kyle. And, uh, yeah, I wanted somebody who's, and she's young enough. Like, that's the thing for my Harry, because they're, like, in that range. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like Zoe Kravitz. I've picked her before. Yeah. I can't remember when, though. I'm not going to go back and look. <laughs> Who'd you have? Who's your grace? Um, I picked um, Kiki Palmer. For the Nope trailer alone, oh. I want to see more of this woman in things. The amount of personality she puts forth in that one scene where she's talking about a black man on horseback. <laughs> um, I want to see her in more stuff. And I want Grace to have a more per a bigger personality in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, this is one of the things I wanted to change, but I feel like I died to talk about it here. Um, I want... Like, this is the 90s. It was just how they portrayed women. She just cried the whole movie. Yeah. And I kind of want her to be mad, and I kind of want her to... Like, get involved, like, as much as that she can with what's going on. She can't just be a one-dimensional, she's the daughter that... That's also marrying the yeah. the driller dude. Um, but <laughs> I thought about this. The one scene where she's saying goodbye to her dad, and they, they you know, he's like, I want to say goodbye to my daughter. I want to give it a heartfelt speech to my daughter and tell her that I'll always love her. Okay, cool. Here, Grace sit in this one spot so that you can be private. We're just going to post this on every other screen in the building so that Bruce can get his moment. I mean, your dad can get his moment. <laughs> this is a private message to you. <laughs> We're broadcasting it, and people are paying online to watch it. Like, yeah. So, But yeah, I, I want her to be more angry than... Liv gets to do. Mm. She gets the one part of angry where they see where they you're gonna blow the blow them up and they're like you still haven't told them and she gets mad, and then Billy Bob gets his one F word of the movie, which is re I remember that was that that being cool and that was where I first found out that PG 13s are allowed to have one F word, mm -hmm. um, but now rewatching it, it doesn't fit. That whole sentence does not work around that F word. <laughs> 
Sorry. Divergent again. Tangent again. Yeah. Isn't it just stupid that you're allowed one F word in it? If you can say the word once, what does it change if you say it once or 200 times? Ask the Americans. They seem to be backwards about a lot of things. Doesn't make any sense. Like, you literally said the word. We now know it's a word. So, why does it matter if it's... Because, like, like he, something he says, and, and you and you fucking know it, right? That's what he mm. says. But it's just like, well, couldn't you just been... That's the wrong fucking order. Yeah. That's it. Like, it could have been, like, short and sweet. And like our two yeah. F words. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it, it, it been... just doesn't fit. It's like they're like, oh, we can we can do this. Let's fit it into the sentence. Or it's Billy Bob just going, I'm going to swear in this scene. Maybe. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Next, Mr. A.J. Frost. Ben Affleck. Batman. Ben Affleck. What is uh, Ben Affleck known for? Uh, Argo. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yes. Argo. Um, I, what is I, I want to say Dogma, but I know he's no, not going to be known what for What is it. the uh, one of the other movies he directed? Oh, um, say it. Nope. Not saving. Um, Good Will Hunting. Correct. He wrote that one, didn't direct it. Oh. Gus Van Sant directed that movie. Oh, shit. He was still known for it, though. No. Um, that he directed. Mm-hmm. No, I'm thinking Gone Girl, but I don't think he directed Did he direct he it? He didn't direct that one, but that but is also known. one he's known for. One of my, probably my second favorite Fincher film. Yeah. Um, mostly because of his portrayal and Roseman Pike's portrayal. Oh, yeah. The acting from those two is just phenomenal in that movie. I one of the one of one of the greatest heist movies in my opinion, hmm? the town he's also known for. Oh yeah, when great, really, really well done, like very realisticy type heist movie. Something that this is how they actually do it in the town. Yeah. So. I Sorry, I just had all of like the not oh, clerks, but like cannot remember what part of town, what part of Boston is. Oh yeah. The town, but oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have more bank robberies in that one part of Boston than they do in the rest of the continental United States, apparently. <laughs> so, but uh, I, I have always liked Ben Affleck's acting. I forgot how erratic he is in his what he was in his early career, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because of stuff like like and like him like yelling Harry and stuff at him and like like. Oh, I forgot how much he just like Nicolas Cage's parts sometimes, and he just goes like hundred percent or hundred and ten percent. Yeah. Because um, I don't see a lot of old Ben Affleck movies a lot. I see his newer stuff where he's a lot more subdued and a I lot more watched... subtle and stuff like that. Right. What did I watch? Uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back not that long ago, which he was in. Yeah. Not which... not the reboot, like the no no. Which one? Which character is he in that one? He's he Holden. He's still Holden. Yeah. But he does that line where he's like, "Ah, oh, they'll probably get some assholes." Like, oh, yeah, uh, that's and, but he also plays himself when they're doing Goodwill Hunting too. Yeah, hunting season. Yeah. Well, because he also plays Shannon Mallory, right? The guy who likes to have sex with people in uncomfortable positions, what, like the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> from from All Rats. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for the new Clerks? No. Clerks Three has a trailer now. Oh, nice. He's also in it. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Who's your AJ Frost? Oh, I guess it is me, isn't it? Yep. Um, again, you're not going to understand this because you have not watched Stranger Things. But I picked Joseph Quinn. Um, 
he plays Eddie Munson in I've the see I've seen the photos in the in the new show and he does him in the writing because obviously the Duffer brothers know how to make a television show like crazy but him and the writing have made this one character in this season so endearing and it did was done so so well um and it did not take long because he's not even in every episode how 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 much they make this guy just like a very big part of this series and i think they do it really well and i think a lot of it's due to his his mm-hmm. charmingness and ability to act like act well um so you know mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like him. I wanted I wanted to use him since I started watching that damn show. I wanted to use half of the Stranger Things cast in Titanic because most of the people are that around that goddamn age. But <laughs> so I managed to sneak a couple into this movie. So well, I sneaked somebody else in from a different series that I just finished. The Boys. Uh, nope. Uh, Umbrella Academy. Yep. Can't go. Well, you still want to guess now? That oh, you know I wasn't going to keep guessing. I was oh. just going to guess the show. So I went with Tom Hopper. Plays number one. Number one, yeah. yeah. What's his name? Luther. Luther, yes. Um, because he, he can play that, like, he plays like kind of like the dumb leader really mm-hmm. well. And they really played that up in the last season. But, like, he... I wanted this character... I'm going to be honest. I originally had Chris Pratt here. Okay. But Chris Pratt's actually kind of older. He's like 50-something, isn't he? Yeah, he's like 48. Yeah. He's up there. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that with Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Um, but Tom Hopper, I wanted... an old Hollywood. No. So I wanted somebody that was around the same age. I don't want, like... And he's not, like, super built when you see him outside of being Luther. Like, he's not huge. But well, I want him to have this kind of, Luther like... Luther is a muscle suit, right? No, so. yeah. But I want him to have this kind of, like... Similar aspect where he thinks he can do better than Harry and all this, but still be charming enough that, like, you still want to root for him. So, yeah, I think Tom Hopper could do a really good job. Sounds good. Yep. Next. Next. Billy Bob. Billy Bob Thornton. I think the only thing... Do not ask me what what Billy Bob's (laughs) known for. What is Billy Bob Thornton known for? I'm going to say Bad Santa. Uh, He is not known for Bad Santa. Uh, Well, then I'm out. Um... He is known for Monsters Ball. Yeah. Who wasn't there? Sorry, the man who wasn't there. Um, a Simple Plan. And Sling Blade. I know none of those. I've seen Sling Blade. And I know of A Simple Plan. <laughs> I never think I ever saw it. Um, I'm amazed they don't have him in here for Fargo. Yeah. Cause Is he in Fargo? Th- he, he, yeah, because usually when you look at Billy Bob, it's like... I thought it's him. Is it not? Oh, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, I never super liked Billy Bob as an actor. Um, hmm. I really, really hate Bad Santa. I know it's something that people really, really love. Um, but I, I don't, I don't like. I don't like that movie. I, I don't like the. The premise, or you just? I don't, don't like the premise. I don't like the asshole drunk guy get to yell and insult kids for a whole movie type of thing. I don't hmm. find it funny. Um, yeah, each their own. Yeah. So, what was he in an episode of Cat Dog? Yeah, apparently. He was in a lot of episodes. What? What was he? Does it really matter? No, it does to me now. Billy West was in that movie or that show. Okay. I need to know. 
but yeah. Tell me who he was. I know Billy Bob more from what he did in his personal life than what he okay. did in his acting life. Yeah. With with Angelina Jolie Angelina and stuff Jolie. like that as being yeah. such a big part of the... Yeah, he's one of those guys that, like, you know... Like, I know him, but I don't really remember a lot of movies. Like, yeah. watching a lot of movies that had Billy Bob Thornton other than Bad Santa. Like, that's the only one I really know. Yeah. So. Which is sad. And this one. Armageddon. I, I, I remember the um, trailers and stuff and how big the the like um, hype not hype but like hmm. marketing system was for the Alamo movie that he was in yeah. and like I just remember also that movie just tanking tanking when it came out because no one wants because everyone remember. remembers the Alamo you don't even make a movie about <laughs> it say no one wants to remember the Alamo <laughs> uh, okay oh I'm up you're up um, I went with Mr. Bob Odenkirk oh wow that's a good pick. I just recent, not that recently, but nobody. Yeah, just watched that, and that was a that was a very John Wick style, but done so well. Mm. And Bob Odenkirk is a funny guy, but also when he wants to do serious, he can do serious. And he was like the first. He was actually the only choice I had for him when I was going through because I was like, I really want to put him here because I feel like he'd fit in perfectly. Yeah. So yeah, Bob Odenkirk. I like it. Better call Saul. Yeah. Get him to fix the asteroid. <laughs> okay. Get him to sue it. Get him to know. sue it. I never watched Better Call Saul. I never. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you have? Um, I picked uh, Pedro Pascal. I like it. Yeah. I I kind of I kind of wanted the Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> Pedro Pascal. No. Or... More like Mando. Yeah, I kind of like his more subdued parts, and I, I, I like, you know. you got to watch the Nicolas yeah, Cage yeah, yeah, movie because yeah, yeah, yeah. he I is will. hilarious in it. That's fine. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, this this is that, that joke, and I, I really do think they should have used this trope in this movie because it is always such a trope, and it's always such a fun trope of, you know, you're such an important person that when everyone's cheering, you're just sitting there in quiet contemplation like what Ed Harris did in Apollo 13. <laughs> Or, you know, yeah. this was a hell of a day to quit smoking. <laughs> it's one hell of a day to quit sniffing glue. <laughs> Hot shots? I think it's either that or aeroplane. It's the, that car- that actor. Yeah, though. it's that actor. No, I think it's hot. It's got to be hot, hot shots. shots. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just, I kind of want, I, I like him. I really, I like him in, mm-hmm. in some smaller stuff. I like him in bigger stuff. But I, I just like seeing him and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Pedro. 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 Okay. Harry. Harry. The man, the myth, the legend that is Bruce Willis. We've... I mean, we've talked a lot about Bruce Willis. Yeah, we've talked When a we lot did 12 him. Monkeys and... It is um, a shame what is happening to him. Um, it's unfortunate. I mean, yeah. like... But it's also... I mean, for him, it's a wise decision to... Yeah, to look after his health and you but know. But the thing what? is, like, I'm going through his IMDb page, and oh, but he's the done first th- thing I recognize. Like he pumped out movies. He was in an episode of The Orville. Oh. Um, and then the Lego Movie Two as well, which was a funny cameo. And then, <sighs> yeah, he is. He has been pumping out. B-level movies. B-level for... movies for since 2014, where he was in Sin City, a Dame to Kill for. Yeah. 
Which didn't make sense because didn't his character die in he Simpsons? He was uh, a vision in oh. Jessica Alba's head. Um, but the thing is, like, as much as I bemoan, and trust me, I will argue with everybody until the day I die that the only real good Die Hard movie is the first one. Third one is good as well, but the only really, really good one is the first one. Mm-hmm. I really, really wanted them to make one more. Mm. I really wanted them to, to do, like, give him an ending that he is he deserves type of thing, right? But that'll never happen now. So, no, I mean, yeah. you know what? Leave it up to your imagination. <laughs> okay. Who'd you have? Oh, I guess it is Who's me. filling in your Bruce Willis? Here's my second Stranger Things. I picked uh, TV's number one dad, Mr. David Harbour. Like, you, you know. You, you weren't going to go Hellboy? No. <laughs> yeah. That that movie had one really good scene, and it was the last scene of the movie. I, and they're like, why did they not do this for the rest of the movie? <laughs> I hate to say this. I never made it. It's not it. worth watching. I No, I started it. I never made it through. Yeah. I fell asleep, and I've never gone it's, back. It's not a good movie. It's unfortunate. Uh, anyway, mostly because of his role as Hopper. Yes. I, I know it's cliched. I know it's stupid, but he is definitely one of my favorite characters. Mainly because I'm a dad, and mm-hmm. he's a dad to a, a girl, and that's what I have, and mm-hmm. it just, it... He's also great. It resonates with me in a way that it probably doesn't, it probably wouldn't have if I didn't have a daughter. Um, so, and like him in this latest season, it's just... He Wait, play, he's alive? He I plays just, it so well, and it, he, um, like, yeah, his his acting has definitely gotten so much better not that it was ever really never bad it was just yeah. you know it, it's nice to see a person evolve yeah and yeah he's definitely done that and it's so well well done yeah who was uh who's your uh you're gonna hate my choice oh, you picked will ferrell didn't you why would i pick will ferrell <laughs> he's a little too old you know small tangent i almost made titanic a straight-up comedy last week with I, like i would give it to you because you know what? It was hard to redo it because I'm like, you're either going to do it the way we discussed, yeah. kind of more of a, a horror-themed disaster, mm-hmm. or you're just going to parody the shit out of yeah. Titanic. And I almost did that, too. Yeah, because, like, um, what's his name? Pete Davidson was almost my Leonardo DiCaprio character. <laughs> oh. Like, oh. <laughs> like, it was going to be it, bad. It was going to be. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. For my big, my my big blockbuster hit is Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Mr. Harry. You know what? Dwayne can't die. Come on. Nope, he's gonna die in it. (laughs) Bruce couldn't die, and look what happened. No, Bruce could totally die. He died in a bunch of things. Yeah. Um, the moment we were talking about Armageddon, I was trying to figure out how to redo this movie. I'm like, this is one of those movies that is just going to be. A Dwayne Johnson movie. He's already been in a Die Hard. Yeah. What was that? Sky... Skyscraper. Skyscraper. It was basically a Die Hard. He's been in Jumanji. Or Towering Inferno yeah. type thing. Like, he's been in, like... Uh, like, we just saw the trailer for Black Adam. Yeah, but that's that's a different type of thing. I'm talking about, like, more his... His... Not B-level yeah. action movies, but his... His, like... His not, oh, like... It's a, it's a Dwayne action movie. Yeah. Like, Rampage and Skyscraper and... Um, 
No, I know. Like Can't walking tall and yeah, that's the, that was exactly the one I was thinking of. Thank you. <laughs> the remake that had oh, what, what's his name? I don't. Christopher Walken is like the bad guy. Oh, the the rundown. The rundown, that one too. Yeah. Wasn't he not in that? He was in the rundown. He was the yeah. bad guy in the rundown, not in Walking Tall. No, who was the bad guy in Walking Tall? Um, oh, it was the sheriff. Sure. Dugan, okay. Dum Dum Dugan from Captain America. Yeah. I know who you're talking about, and I can't think of his name. It's fine. We recasted him like three weeks I ago. <laughs> Actually, more than that, because we didn't do one last month. But you know what I mean. But yeah, like this, the moment I figured out how I was playing my Armageddon, it was like, no, Dwayne's the first man. Like, he's just going to be like all in his suit, no. buffed up, and like, no, I need to do this. Kick. He's going to be your bear, basically. Just without being the, without, but then that's why can, you have. To, can you give him the gray beard? Yes, because he looks great with the gray beard. No, this is like old Dwayne. Yeah, like, yeah. This is why you have like Terry Crews with there, and that's why I said like Michael Fassbender is alongside. Okay, okay. Like, this I still is think the crew. Michael Fassbender is the odd man out in this movie. But that's why I wanted to have him there because he needed to be the straight man to all these other like crazy like buffed out guys. <laughs> well, Michael Pena is not a buffed out guy, yeah. but. And Kate McKinnon alongside all these people, yeah. probably a pretty funny movie. Yeah. But yeah, still want to see the Dwayne as um, Armstrong from Stretch Armstrong. Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, <laughs> God, that would be pretty. <laughs> you know, we need to talk one day, one day when or one month when we have like pitches Anim- anime. How we do anime, I have a bunch of those, but Full Metal is one of those ones that could totally you be You gotta done. pick anime that I can actually watch a bit of. Well, like yeah. you couldn't pick One Piece. I wouldn't, I would never pick One also, Piece. Also, they're doing, they're doing a live action One Piece. Which actually looks really good. Okay, but do you know how... A thousand, over a thousand episodes. It's over a thousand and they're still okay. not even done. Chris, where can I find you? Well, you can find me on Etsy at Canuck Comic Guy Store, as well as on Instagram. Where can they find us? Uh, you guys can find us on wherever you can listen to podcasts. You mm. can also find us on Facebook at Recasted Podcast and Twitter at Recast Twitter at Recasted Pod. Mm-hmm. So, do we ever post anything on Twitter? Danielle uh, mm. might be. Danielle, okay. <laughs> um, our social media manager. We need to talk, <laughs> talk is, to her. Who is only our social media manager because she is the youngest out of the three of us. True. <laughs> and we're all not that young. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so Disaster Movie 2, Disaster Diverted, we're going to Disaster Movie 3 now. Yeah, so. this one is a little bit more, um, less less global. Less global. So we went from a ship mm-hmm. to the planet, now we're going to a town, I guess? A yeah. state? Sure. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. So, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Twister. <laughs> <laughs>